1: Thank you, thank you. That's enough now. Settle down, settle down. I see you over there. This is episode number 50.
0: Woohoo! Five-zero, y'all! This
1: is a a huge milestone for us, especially, like, I still feel like we are brand new at this, Mm -hmm. and novice, and trying to figure this whole podcasting thing out, but it's kind of cool to know that we are going to have 50 episodes under our belt.
0: Yeah, I am excited because that was the 2022 goal that I have set in my head for us.
1: Yeah, so we are pushing this one out a little bit earlier than anticipated this Mm -hmm. week, just to make sure we get this 50th episode out before the year end.
0: Yes, indeed. And we have all of you guys to thank for coming on this journey with us
1: absolutely we couldn't be here without people tuning into the show Mm -hmm. Uh, i also want to thank joanne for doing this with me she makes it all worth it i could never do this without her and i rely on her more than she knows
0: likewise likewise you do the technical stuff i do the editing and we record together
1: yeah absolutely it's a it's a complete partnership uh, just like marriage and the rest of our lives together. So Aww. we have some fun stuff planned for today.
0: Yes. I
1: do know that when we recorded last week's episode, it was right before Christmas. So we didn't get to share how our Christmas went. So let's do that, shall we? I know the night before Christmas, we can kind of start there. It was a busy one. Mm-hmm. Santa was working very hard With his to elves. get uh, everything ready for Christmas morning? Yes. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah.
0: And don't ask us how we know what Santa and his elves did. Santa put together stuff, the <laughs> gifts. And Just
1: in case our kids are listening to this.
0: I know. And it was so much work, more work than we thought to put things together all the time. Yeah, and- but it was
1: it was fun. Because I think this is like the first year that our son is kind of like old enough to know what's going on with santa but yet not really going on mm-hmm. <laughs> so like we've basically been explaining to him like weeks prior to christmas that like santa's gonna come down the chimney on uh the christmas eve night mm-hmm. and he's gonna leave presents underneath the christmas tree for you as long as you've been a good boy make sure make sure they uh know your strings attached yep and, you know, we also did the whole, you have to leave out cookies and milk, you know, on uh, Christmas Eve night as well. So we did all that. You and, and uh, him baked cookies the day before mm-hmm. to get everything ready. And we left out cookies and milk. And he was super excited about it. Yeah. You know, and then he went off to sleep. And then we ate some cookies and drank some milk.
0: No, Santa, <laughs> or Santa <did>. On
1: Santa's <laughs> behalf. You're welcome, Santa. We got you covered. Yeah. And I was super excited. Like, we left the evidence, right? You leave the plate and the cup
0: crumbs and
1: everything to show that look santa was here he came and ate the cookies and drank the milk Mm -hmm. and he left presents under your tree so not a ton of stuff but it was definitely fun kind of fueling that christmas spirit you know the whole christmas story with um with our four year old yeah it was really kind of exciting to see him be excited about it and it's funny because dylan is not a morning person at all like I, I just know he's probably not going to be when he grows up because he's already like does not want to get out of bed like you wake him up and he'll just like lay there for a while until you make him get up you know or enough time passes and uh, Christmas morning out he was like still kind of out of it because we're just waking him up and then I was like Dylan I think Santa left you some presents under the tree and then he got like excited and like jumped out of bed and like comes running outside to see that the cookies were gone, the milk was gone, mm-hmm. and he wrote a letter to Santa, too. I forgot about that part. And we moved the letter somewhere else and replaced it with a letter from Santa. Yeah. So he got to read the letter from Santa, you know, thanking him for being a good boy. Yeah. And to enjoy the keyboard that we got our kids to share, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother story. And that yeah. was kind of the highlight. That was the uh, the big gift that they got this year.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love how the two-year-old girl, like, where did your cookies go? Like, she remembered that there were cookies there. So I don't we, think
1: she understands, like, why we were leaving them or where yeah. they went.
0: But she was equally excited because her older brother was excited. So it was cute to see.
1: Yeah. And that keyboard, we had to put that together the night before. We can't do any of this stuff until the kids go to sleep, obviously, because we don't want them to see anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was kind of a busy night getting everything ready <laughs> for uh, for the next day, and we had to like make sure like our kids didn't wake up and like find us putting together this keyboard or like setting things up, because then they'd be like, you know, I just don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin the whole surprise.
0: Yeah. Not going to lie. I was glad there were cookies and milk left out because we were exhausted after that. Yeah. <laughs> Needed that sugar. <laughs> yeah, that was
1: nice. Um, yeah, I, I love cookies and sweets. So cookies and milk are towards the top of my list, things to enjoy. So I, I was always looking forward to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Um, but yeah, also goes to show that, at least for myself, not realizing how much effort and work it takes parents to hold a charade over their kids, mm-hmm. which is all in good fun. So uh, thank you to my parents who did this for me when I was a kid, and I get to do it for our kids.
0: Aww. Did
1: you have that? Like, what was your Christmases like as a child?
0: No, none of that culture. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. So a completely different culture. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, so now Christmas is past. New Year's is right around the corner. Yes. Right after this comes out. Right. New Year's plans.
0: So you got the fireworks ready? All the works?
1: I did. I bought some fireworks. Kind of a, like, variety pack of a bunch of different things. Some Roman candles, some sparklers, some snap bits. I don't know what you call those things. Little popper things. Snap pops? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Uh, And then some of the, you know, like, smaller fountain-type ones. Nothing, like, too crazy, just because... I want our kids to be able to enjoy them and not run for their lives, yeah. not knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. So went a little bit more on the mild side this year, which was nice because that's also the cheaper way to do things than mm-hmm. to buy the super big, expensive ones.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was nice to to not go completely all out this time.
0: Mm -hmm. And I got like New Year props as well as some groceries ready for New Year's Eve dinner. Probably just some simple spaghetti night with some scones, sweet scones that you love.
1: I do love spaghetti and I love scones. Not necessarily together, Mm -hmm. but on their own very, very much. Yeah
0: yeah so that would be our new year's plan fireworks and yummy food
1: no we just to say we are not doing fireworks at midnight and waking everybody up including our kids <laughs> just us to mess around with because they're allowed here
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, probably just that night sometime but not, not super late yeah we're not yeah we're not one of those people
0: mm-hmm. probably before the kids bedtime
1: yeah, it'll be far earlier. Like we'll do it hours and hours before the actual New Year. I don't even know if we're gonna stay up till midnight that night. I guess it's a it is a weekend this year, so we're not gonna be like. I guess it's usually not a work night, anyways. But at least it's like we'll have a couple of days after mm-hmm. to like rec- recoup and recover. Like if we want to stay up late and you know have champagne or something. True that. The bubbly. Yeah. Uh, so what else was new this week?
0: Let's see what else was new this week. I guess I downloaded a game for our son on his Amazon Fire tablet,
1: which is really neat. I mean, if you have a young, younger kid, well like probably three, four, five ish, mm-hmm. I think Amazon Fire is a really cool choice. Yep, because there's all kinds of educational videos, educational games um there's there's like youtube kids what they call it right or no
0: they do have youtube in there i mean web videos they call it
1: yeah so they have all kinds of there's like a youtube connection and all kinds of like youtube videos a lot of all of them are meant for kids you know so it's it seems pretty safe for the most part yep and a lot of it is educational Mm mm-hmm um, I feel like it's he enjoys it and I think it's it's worked out well and it's pretty affordable compared to some of the other technologies that we see in this day and age.
0: Yeah. So the name yeah. of the game was Dancing Road.
1: But the, the Dancing Road?
0: Dancing Road.
1: Dancing Road, which is a really funny title, I feel like. So basically it kind of seemed to me like some something kind of like BeatStar. So but BeatStar is a mobile game and you put your fingers on the buttons as the Notes come down and it plays songs, which pretty much mostly songs people know. They're popular songs um, in mainstream. But this was kind of like that, where you're like this ball that like changes colors, and you you try to match up the color of the ball that you are with the ones that you're running into to get points. And the songs are they're more like what EDM?
0: Yeah, electronic dance. Is that the right phrase? Yeah.
1: So they're extremely catchy, but I've just I've never heard any of them ever before in my life. So that's I guess that's the main difference between that game and Beat Star. And I mean, it's it's fun. The levels are way shorter mm-hmm. than like a full song. Yeah, but the songs are catchy. He is loving it,
0: loving it.
1: And I'm impressed because I think he's just played it so much today, probably that like he's start, he's like getting the hang of it, and he just does the same level over and over again and he gets he's getting pretty good at it where he can complete it get three stars and everything another thing like i got home from work and he's like let me show you this game and i was like okay cool like you can unlock songs for like 200 gold a piece and he has like seven eight thousand gold something like that
0: yeah he does
1: so like i'm like "Geez, dude like you are a grinder he's he's a little (laughs) he likes to he likes to grind he like, does. um, he's just grinding that gold out, doing these levels over and over again, like collecting all this gold. And I'm like, you're going to use this to like unlock more songs and stuff. Or like, he's just going to keep playing the same ones and just building up his fortune. You mm-hmm. know? We need to get him to like play our games a little bit and, <laughs> you know, grind gold for us or something.
0: Yeah. Well, you should have seen when he first started playing it, he was like so upset that he kept losing at first before he got mm-hmm. the whole of it. Yeah. And then I told him that it's okay. You know, he only had one star. So there's like three stars at the end. That is the max that you could get for each song. Right. And he started off with no stars. And then slowly it went to one star. And I kept praising him. And he was so excited to get to two stars. And then finally when he got three stars, he was like over the the moon. moon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was funny because I think we were like, I was eating dinner after. I don't remember. But I was sitting at the kitchen table and he was like, "Oh, look, dad, I got 3 stars on this song." And I was like, "Great job, buddy. That's so awesome. High five." And then like 2 minutes later, he comes back like, "I got 3 stars again <laughs> on the same song." And I'm like, "That's good. You've already you already did 3 stars on that song, but I'm super proud of you." Yeah. And then like he comes back again like, "I got 3 stars again." Yeah. And I was like, he's super excited about it. Like, mm-hmm. you, he's literally getting the you know, the same score on these songs and he's so pumped up yeah. about it. He and is. I keep kind of challenging him to like try to do some of the harder ones now that he's got those easier ones down. So definitely be monitoring him on this game, and I'll probably play it some with him. He like he wants me to do the harder ones, Just mm-hmm. because he struggles with them a little bit. But he he's getting it. I, he's I'm super impressed with how good he is at it already so far.
0: Yeah, me too, me too. It's just interesting, it's yeah, to see how he reacts to it. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. So more to come. I'm sure we'll have more to report next week as he uh, gets some like world record or something. So normally, we would jump into new game releases and Game Pass games, yet there are none this week for either category. So no new games released this week, at least according to the list that we have a hold of. And also no new Game Pass games released this week, which is okay. I mean, I guess the holidays and year-end, people are spending time with family and probably gaming not quite as much.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But yeah, nothing new. Um, So with that, we will jump into something fun here. Recently, we had the Game Awards for 2022, and Joanne and I decided to do our own version of, of the game awards yeah we are going to call them the gamer parent awards gamer parent game awards gpp game awards maybe well i don't know we're this is a work in progress we're we're gonna figure out what we want to call this thing but we are going to do our own game awards Mm -hmm. today we are going to run through a few different categories talk about what games we like for those categories and then joanna and i will both have to decide on a game that we want to award for that category. So to start things off, the first category is most likely to make us argue. So out of all of the games that we played this year, and I'll say that not all of these games were released this year. This just is the games that we played this year. Some of them were released prior to 2022, but that's fine. That being said, most likely to make us argue I have one that definitely comes to mind.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: And it was, I think, one of the first games that we played this year. Yes. I really enjoyed it. I'm thinking of Overcooked 2.
0: Me too. I'm thinking of Overcooked 2 as well, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, talk about a game to really put some stress on a relationship, especially one to basically start off our podcast journey. Mm-hmm. our gaming journey together Yeah. with that one who that one was a doozy trying to cooperate together you're so reliant on each other like a fault and there's so much communication required it is so easy for one of us to you know fumble or make a mistake or not not necessarily doing anything wrong but just not on the same page yeah Right? It'd be like, oh, I'm making this burger. You make the pasta. And then I'm making this burger. And then I turn around and it's like, you have a burger also. And I'm like, that wasn't the plan.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Like, there's so many things like, oh, I thought you said you wanted me to make the burger. But right? so there's like so many opportunities to, you know, fumble things up.
0: Yeah. And especially how there's like a time, right? That runs. Yeah. Out.
1: It was, it had me on the edge of my seat the entire time, talking back and forth with you the entire time. Half the time, like, I'm in serious competitive mode trying to win. And the other half of the time, I'm cracking up laughing because of something going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's only times we'd be like, all right, well, we just totally messed this up because we didn't communicate well enough. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I know. Anyways, enough on Overcooked. I think we could agree that was probably the game this year that made us argue the most. Yes, it was. I like to think about it in a good way. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Overcooked won the first category. Next category, most likely to make us neglect responsibilities.
0: Isn't that all the games?
1: (laughs) A lot of them. I mean, we obviously, we do a pretty good job at uh, putting our kids first and parenting and and work for me as well, right? Because I could stay up all night and game and not go to work, but obviously I have to. But yeah, there are some games that make this a little bit harder than others. I agree. Anything that comes to mind for you?
0: I think for me, it would be World of Warcraft.
1: That's fair. It's because you like it so much and it's addicting.
0: Yeah. Between that or Lost Ark, I mean, both of these two were like super Mm -hmm. addictive. Especially when I like to collect transmogs, which are like outfits. Or achievements and collect Mokoko seeds in Lost Ark, so yeah. it's all different.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you there on WoW. I feel like that's an addicting one, mm-hmm. and I know that there's sometimes like I'm gonna log into WoW and I don't even know what I'm gonna do yet, right? Like I just there's so many things you could do, and I'm just like all right, I'm just gonna log in and figure out what I want to do once I get in, but like I don't necessarily have something in mind. So yeah. like that's the kind of game where it's like you've already decided you're gonna play, but you don't know what you're gonna do yet. mm Hmm. Uh, I think for me, though, I would probably have to go with Marvel Snap, just because True. it is a amazing game I'm finding right now, and I think a big part of why I have to give it to the award for this category for most likely to make us neglect responsibilities is because it's mobile, and I could play it any time. Right. So there's like times where I'm, you know, just in the kitchen making lunch or something. And like, all right, I have to wait like two or three minutes for the microwave. So I'll just do a quick game of Marvel Snap. Right. It's going to take about that long to play a match or something. So I end up like playing it like I feel like a lot. Yes. Um, I can vouch for that. Kind of multiple points throughout the day. So Mm -hmm. that's probably part of why I'm like, you know, that one's kind of tugging at me there. So fair enough next category is best free game
0: alright so WoW was for neglecting responsibilities for me yeah. and for best free game I would give it to Lost Ark
1: ok yep yeah, that's a good point Lost Ark was a free game I would probably have to agree with you there mm-hmm. I Or a free game I mean we played a few free games I feel like Lost Ark was probably the best quality one mm-hmm. yep yeah. I mean, I don't quite like it as much as WoW or a number of other games that we played this year, but most of those were not free. Yeah. Either they were part of Game Pass or they are crazy expensive, like WoW can be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Lost Ark, I feel like, was pretty solid for a free game. Yeah. So, yeah, let's award that one to Lost Ark. Okay. Next category is Best Game Pass Game.
0: Oh, this is hard. We play it a, a lot. of
1: games on Game Pass, Yeah.
0: Actually, I'll let you go first for this because I need a minute to think about okay. it.
1: Okay, I have a lot of contenders. So best Game Pass games, I fell in love with Hades when it was on Game Pass, although that one was removed a few months ago. So technically it's not on Game Pass anymore, so I think I'm going to exclude that one, although it would probably be up there. Some other ones that I really liked were Spider Heck, which I actually still have downloaded. That game... I was having a ton of fun with it. I was cracking up. I don't think you ever tried it, Joanne. I don't think it looked interesting to you. But it was super simplistic platformer. You're the spider. You can swing your webs around and yeah. zoom, zoom around the room. Pick up different weapons, like lightsabers to fight each other. Or you know different guns, rocket launchers, grenades. All kinds of fun, silly stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was it was perfect, like you, you die super easily, because you're a spider. Movement is probably one of the best in a game that I've experienced in a while. It's, you feel like you are in so much control over where your character goes, for the most part. Once you figure it out, you feel like, uh, I feel like I had so much control over kind of where I was going and zooming around the map. It was just, it was a blast. I had a lot of fun with that game. I think it was a lot more fun with friends so i had somebody else i could play it with another one that i'm really thinking of for this is you suck at parking a game that i liked a lot more than i thought i would before playing it i just between the levels seeming so difficult at first and then slowly but surely getting the hang of those and figuring out how to get through certain parts was really fun for me. Uh, Also, like on some levels, like challenging myself to come up with like a better time was really fun. And I feel like they were well-designed levels too, I feel like, and it was quite a bit. So I was kind of bummed when I ran out of levels to do, but I had so much fun going through it. And probably the last game that I'm considering for best Game Pass game is like Tales Requiem. And I feel like that was a really high quality game to drop on Game Pass it was a day one release it was a sequel and it was a beautiful game this the even the story was really good the gameplay like combat was interesting it was like kind of a combination between having to actually react to things but also like a puzzle type of thing you had to like figure out how to progress through the room you know in, in advance so you could keep moving through the story so I, I liked especially like the puzzle aspect of it where it was like all oh, right, i have to do this and then this and then this and try to figure out you know how how to best make things work and also even the, the music in the game was really good as well so kind of all of those things that it was beautiful great soundtrack voice acting was really good the story hooked me so much as well the ending really got me I won't go into, but yeah, so I'd probably go with Plague Tales Requiem for the best Game Pass game.
0: Oh, fair enough. I did not play that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still on Game Pass, so I'd, I would recommend it. At least try it. If you don't like it, if it's not for you, that's fine. Uh, you know, At least you didn't have to invest anything in it. It's on Game Pass. That is true. What about you? Did that give you enough time? I tried to draw it out as much as I could. Yeah. Did you uh, figure out Where you want to go with this one?
0: Yes. So I did also put a few games on my list that would be nominated for this. So there's Dead by Daylight, which I really enjoy. And there's As Dust Falls. Mm -hmm. And there's also Outriders.
1: Oh, that's one that I hadn't thought of, but is another great game. And Evil. Evil. Okay.
0: So these were like my... Four favorites. And out of this four, I will award the best Game Pass game to go to Dead by Daylight. Dead by
1: Daylight. I'm not surprised. Yes. I know you played that one well after our review
0: of yeah. it. And I even enjoy watching other people stream it.
1: That's true. I, I probably enjoy watching other people play or stream Dead by Daylight more than I like playing it myself. Because <laughs> then... Like you're you're off the hook. Like if they die, if they're getting chased, you're not under pressure, right? You get to watch them deal with it, and that's more entertaining to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, very cool. Dead by Daylight gets gets a win there. Yes. N- next category is best shooter. So any games that we played this year that were yeah, a shoot 'em up game, either first person or third person. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? We didn't play a ton of shooter games, but we did play a few. I'm thinking like Borderlands 3, uh, I'm thinking Outriders, Gunfire Reborn,
0: Back for Blood.
1: Back for Blood. Yes, thank you. I also played Call of Duty and mm-hmm. Warzone. Mhm. Um gosh, what else? I feel like I'm missing something, but maybe that's it.
0: Yeah. I think that's it.
1: So based on those, what did you like the most?
0: So between that you mentioned earlier the top two would be between outriders and borderlands 3 for me
1: yeah i'd probably have to go with outriders
0: same i mean borderlands 3 was great too
1: yeah i did really i did like borderlands 3
0: but for some reason i like the outriders graphics more
1: true borderlands took a little bit of getting used to with the graphics especially because we were new to the series. And with Outriders, it felt like a story campaign, like Mm -hmm. very story-driven, yet we could still play co-op. Yeah. And I felt like they pulled it off really well that we were able to play co-op, but I still felt like it was me going through the story and, you know, plenty of cutscenes, And I still felt like it was my character who kind of like got to be the hero at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, going through the story and, you know, saving people and stuff. But then when we actually came to the gameplay, it was like, Oh yeah, we're doing this together, it was co op. But like I feel like I didn't really take anything away from the story.
0: You still felt like the main character, basically. Yeah, and I
1: think that was the case for both of us, right? I mm-hmm. think you felt the same way, right? Yeah. Like when you're in the cutscenes and cinematics, like you kind of forget that like we're there together, but in the gameplay stuff, we totally are.
0: Agreed. So I, I think I'll go with that as well. Okay.
1: Next category is Best Social Deception. So that's an unusual category, a little bit different. So I just want to take a second to explain it. Social Deception games are games like Among Us, for example. That's probably the, the best known one in that category or essentially games where you have to try to deceive other people or make them think something different, right? So in Among Us is a good example of that mm-hmm. um, other ones that we played were
0: project winter
1: yep project winter thank you and evil as mm-hmm. well as i think i would probably consider secret neighbor yep or as well i don't think you have like voice chat in there right mm-hmm. or did we
0: no i don't think so yeah
1: so it was a little bit different but i think for the most part you're trying to not be discovered and you know kill off the rest of the lobby pretty similar to these other games so i would probably consider that one social deception as well
0: very Who It game right
1: yeah basically you know think yeah whodunit or uh clue kind of like that yep. where you're trying to figure out who uh who the bad guy is mm-hmm. so of the games we did play what would you like to award this one to
0: i would like to award it to evil
1: evil Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know it's a bit buggy because it's new and stuff, but I think they did a really good job of making it like as detailed as possible, very third-person mm-hmm. point of view. Yeah, so.
1: I think as far as these games go, there's a lot to Evil mm-hmm. than the rest of these, especially if you're thinking like something like Among Us, uh, which I kind of. I kind of prefer a more simplistic approach for these just because you already spend so much time trying to figure out, like, oh, you know, who you're suspicious of by trying to keep track of where they were or, you know, what they're saying, who they were with, yada, 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 all this stuff. Like, it's hard for me to also throw in different classes, different items, mm-hmm. uh, different quests and, you know, potions and yeah, all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, like there's just so much stuff to try and keep track of and figure out in each match that I kind of just like something simpler. So I feel like the among us recipe was really good with the way they did it. Very simple mm-hmm. and enjoyable. And you get to focus on that social deception. So I would probably go with among us, with this Fair one, enough? but I feel mm-hmm. like evil is like a close second. Like I was still starting to enjoy it, but I feel like I just didn't like it as much as among us, but still close second. Yeah next category is the best soundtrack all about that music
0: Ooh,
1: what do you think which games do you feel like had the best soundtrack
0: i would say forza horizon 5
1: Ooh, uh, that's uh an interesting one very hype centric and was it a lot of like mainstream songs i know that we did run into some copyright issues uh with that one but yeah i mean the music Seemed good. Like every single one kind of like pumped you up for the race, mm-hmm. right? hmm Okay. Very cool. I all mean, right.
0: that's based on the games we played this year together. Otherwise, I would have included The Witcher, but all that was Ooh. like last year that we played, you know? And yeah. Even Final Fantasy was last year, so True. this year yeah. I would have to say I enjoyed Forza Horizon's music. I don't really like the game as much, but I enjoy it the open world and just writing just to listen to the music.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is some good music in gaming. You mentioned a few good ones there. But I think for me, the one that I liked the most and that really got me was probably Grounded.
0: Oh, yeah. You, which you do I don't which, love Grounded. Yeah.
1: I mean, I just like the game of Grounded a lot. But when it comes to the soundtrack, I feel like they did a really good job because as soon as you enter certain areas of the game, like it triggers the, the music cue, right? And I feel like they, it happens at the perfect time that like really ties you into to the, the awe of the backyard world that they put you in in Grounded, right? Like you come over this hill and you see this giant fog of, I forget what they call it in, in the game, but it's the mist or whatever, right? It's the, basically the, the bug killer, haze, I think is what they call it, you know, and, and as soon as you kind of get close to those areas, like the music kicks in and I feel like you could just hear that and you know exactly like where you are, what Mm -hmm. part of the map you're in. Like they tie the music into the, the world like so well, you know, and, and the music is very kind of overpowering Mm -hmm. when it, when it kicks in and happens, it's like so noticeable that like you, it's not just like background noise or you know, white noise or kind of noise to just fill the void, right? Like, I feel like they found a better, better, bigger purpose for the soundtrack in that game. So, I don't know. I just feel like they pushed boundaries when it comes to the soundtrack. So, I got to go with Grounded.
0: Gotcha. I, I just remember the spider music when...
1: Yeah, or any... Yeah, also, that's another thing. Every time you would enter combat with a different insect or spider it would have like its own music
0: yeah and sometimes i don't even see the spider it spotted me and then i'm in combat with it so when i hear the music is my cue to run
1: yeah and yeah i don't remember exactly what the spider one sounded like but it was like instant stress like if you hear that kick in you're like just run sprint like run for cover you know find something somewhere to hide or run to your nearest base (laughs) you know and then You know, uh, I think like ticks had their own music that kicks in, and I think ants did as well. So mm-hmm. it was very unique. It wasn't just music; is there like it was cued for like the perfect times, very uh, distinct. So I don't know. I, I really liked. It. I thought that was very unique with grounded.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Next category is best story. What game that we played this year had the best story?
0: You go first.
1: Okay. So this one, this one will be a repeat. So, best story, I feel like, goes to Plague Tale's Requiem, which I also gave as best uh, Game Pass game, but I feel like in Plague Tale's Requiem, specific to the story, one, the voice acting was super good, which really helps you connect with the story, also the, I mean, just the story writing and the whole journey that you go on, I Forget I forget the name of the character you play as, but her and her little brother and the mom and their friend and you know you're trying to figure things out you're trying to i felt like like i really wanted to help them like succeed and like you know solve the problems that they were up against and the story just kind of grabbed me and really just kind of you build this momentum as you move through the game and as you work your way towards the end and then the ending just hits really hard and it was like it's almost sad i'm not going to spoil the ending for anybody Mm -hmm. but the ending blew me away so if you do play the game and you want to stick it out to the ending the ending is really interesting yeah that's all i'm going to say about that but yeah the story story was amazing in that game That was one one of the key reasons i liked it so much yeah what about you what's the best story for you
0: so I have to say between As Dust Falls or mm-hmm. Life is Strange, True Colors. Ooh, okay. These two really tug on my heartstrings.
1: But I think obviously those two stories are very different, right? Yeah. Those they're great very, stories.
0: They're very different, but I need to share the one that made me cry, like bawling in front of the computer. Mm, I
1: think I know which one that one is
0: would be Life is Strange, True Colors. Okay. And yeah, it was just impactful and creative in a way. Mm-hmm. So, like, I totally related to it, you know? it's Like, it's designed mm-hmm. to pull on any imaginable trauma a child could experience. Whoa.
1: Yeah. And then I, I remember the music was really good in that game, too. Do you, that is true. Do you true. feel like they used the soundtrack to further bolster... The emotional toll that it had on people or was it that strictly based on the writing and the story
0: i think you're right it might actually affect if but like, also i think it's because of the location because it was like in like colorado yeah, and, and a
1: place you i think had visited recently yes so maybe you could relate or visualize that better like,
0: yeah just like seeing the mountains and the trees like i could feel you, the you, cool air just by looking at
1: yeah, you felt like you could have just met them in, in Colorado sometime recently. Yeah. Ran but, ran into them as real people.
0: Yes, but it was just really good.
1: Did you play the game as if it were you making the decisions? Like, do you feel yeah. like you would have made those same decisions?
0: Yes, I, I th- did. I think but...
1: that also like makes it hit home more when you were playing them as you, right? Like, mm-hmm. as if you were in their shoes, making all the same decisions that you would make. And then having these things happen to that character. So in- yes. interesting.
0: And I also want to say that As Dust Falls, as well as Life is Strange True Colors, both won Game for Impact. So Life is Strange True Colors was the winner for Game for Impact in 2021. And As Dust Falls was the winner for this year's.
1: Okay. I didn't know True Colors won last year. Yeah. That is interesting not I'm, that surprised, especially how you described it. It sounds like it would be an impact game.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, ooh, I can't believe the two that I picked were actually yeah, award-winning ones. You good
1: taste, apparently. Ooh. <laughs> then again, you chose me, so I don't know.
0: Ooh, that's true, that's true.
1: But yeah, good. Um, that was Best Story. Next category is, is a funny one, uh, Worst Game of the Year.
0: I would have to say secret neighbor i mean Ooh. we both played it and it was so bad that we couldn't even rate it
1: yeah like well, we didn't want to play it anymore like we played it for like maybe an hour hour and a half and yeah. it was kind of like okay we're just i think we played it we played it on stream i think we did right it that's is. probably why we played it as long as we did
0: mm-hmm. because
1: we felt like we needed to for the stream because we didn't have like a backup plan if the game was garbage yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: It kind of was in our in our opinions at least. Yeah, I just um I kind of agree with you there with Secret Neighbor probably being the worst game of the year. Mhm. I feel bad labeling a game with that and this yeah. is just our opinions. Yeah. But I didn't like anything about that game. Although I can see why some people might. It was very dark and creepy and even the the art style while it's not like scary aggressive it's like just weird creepy kind of mm-hmm. and then plus like the lighting in the game being so bad and the sound kind of being all over the place yeah like I felt both like I couldn't hear something coming but at the same time I would hear random things and not know like what was going to happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I don't know it was just it was too stressful too much for me <laughs> Another g- another game that I was also considering for this one is Ember, a game that we did review. Yes. We didn't play a ton of it. I think it was a great game in theory, right? Ember is a game where you play as firefighters and each level is a different property that is on fire and you have to try to contain the fire, you need to get the people out of the house building to safety and you kind of get bonus points if you like find their, you know, valuables and stuff and get them out. Of the fire also. Um, it was fun and it was interesting. We had a few good laughs. But I think probably after the first 20 minutes, I was like, okay, is this is this it? And I kind of feel like each level, the only different difference is maybe it gets a little bit harder. And then, you know, the building is a little bit different. But that's about it. Wasn't really a whole lot of variations in it. So I, I feel like I got bored with it really fast. Yeah. But still, I think secret neighbor takes the cake uh, and wins worst <laughs> game of the year for me
0: yeah i remember ember got me kind of like motion sickness that's right too. <laughs> yeah it did
1: like you could only play like an hour at a time or maybe less maybe before less you started like feeling sick so. yeah but still yeah like i got i feel like i got nothing out of secret neighbor like i i did not like that game at, at all
0: yeah if we played secret neighbor any longer i would probably have puked too because it was so stressful
1: Oh, for different reasons yeah. yeah
0: yeah
1: last but not least is the game of the year category for us so what do you think was the best game this year
0: i would have to let you go first again
1: again okay no surprise there for me the best game this year honorable mention would be god of war ragnarok Although I think I'm only about halfway through the game, I'm kind of slowly chipping away at it, so there's probably a lot that I haven't experienced yet, but at least so far, I think it is an amazing game. I am enjoying it, I'm loving it, although I don't think it's my favorite. That said, I haven't played a few other big games out there like Elden Ring or Horizon that came out this year, although I plan to. But as far as best game this year right now I kind of feel like I have to go with wow. That, uh, World of Warcraft Dragonflight. Yoo-hoo! That came out and we are putting a lot of time into that. We are grinding, we hit max level, we are working towards being able to do the raids in the in the game and mm-hmm. I just I enjoy I enjoy that stuff so much. Like it's Me too. hard for anything else to really compete especially when it comes to long term I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's I, f- I. feel like I have to play that game. It's it's to me. It's game best game of the year, hands down. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: I have to go with World of Warcraft: Dragonflight.
1: Same as me. Yes. Finally, we agree on something.
0: <laughs> we have been agreeing on stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: agree to disagree.
0: Yeah, but. Yes, World of Warcraft is another repeat. Um, Mm -hmm. It makes me neglect my responsibilities because I can't even stop thinking about my World of Warcraft cookbook.
1: Yes, I was going to say the same thing. When you have a cookbook for a game and you like to cook the meals for your family dinners, uh, then yeah, you know you're addicted to that game.
0: Yes, so I may be biased, but yes, World of Warcraft Dragonflight this year, it's definitely the icing on the cake for me.
1: I'm completely with you there. So that was the last category for our own version of the Game Awards. We hope you enjoyed that. Before we end things for this week, though, we did want to run through where you can find us. You mm-hmm. can find us in our live stream over on Twitch every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central. That is at twitch.tv slash GamerParentsPod. You can also find us on Twitter at GamerParentsPodcast.
0: Or on our Instagram at Gamer underscore Parents underscore Podcast.
1: You can also find some of our videos on YouTube, the channel GamerParentsPodcast. And you could give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is. We greatly appreciate it. The best place to hang out with us, talk about gaming and life would be the discord channel link for that will be in the podcast description as well as the video description if you're listening on youtube mm-hmm. that wraps up episode number 550.
0: Five, Woohoo! in the books yes
1: that is all that we have for you guys this time so we will catch you in the next one
0: happy new year happy new year